What's up, everybody? I'm proud to tell you all that Outside the Barn is partnered with Underdog Fantasy. On top of that, even better news. Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. The only way for you to get in on the special is by downloading the app and use our code OTB24. That's the only code you can use, OTB24. Trust me, use that code. Even if you're already registered but haven't deposited, you can still use the promo. When you do Underdog, they're going to match your first deposit up to $100. So what are you waiting for? Get started today. Play with us all season long at Underdog Sports. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Outside the Barn, Season 2, Episode 6. I'm Kendall Shell, along with me, my co-host, Trevor Mbakwe. And today we have a special guest host, somebody you all are very familiar with on the court and somebody that we had on past episode, Mr. Andre Holland. So before we jump right into it, let's, let's see how my guys are doing today. Dre, let's start with you, man. How, how are we doing on this fine Monday? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Uh, appreciate you guys having me on again. Always a pleasure to sit here and talk hoops with you guys. Um, you know, looking forward to it. Trev? I'm feeling good. You know, I beat Andre and Joe Coleman in pickleball yesterday. So, you know, it's my bragging rights for the week. So, Gophers got a big win. My body's feeling good, but uh feels good to be back. Feels good to be celebrating some good things over the weekend, especially with our Gophers. How about you, Kendall? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. I'm excited um, about a big win, to be honest. I'm just excited to be talking Gopher hoops right now. That's really what I'm excited about. I feel like, Trev, what is this? Second season? How many times will we truly come on this pod and be like, yo, things are feeling a little bit better, right? So to be honest, I don't really want to waste any time. Let's just jump right into it. Uh, Dre, you were at the game, man. Before we jump into on the court, it was alumni weekend, right? How, how were things? Man, Alumni Weekend was amazing. Uh, it's always great to get together with former players, past and present. Like, just the camaraderie behind it. Like like Trev mentioned, we got together, uh, played pickleball, uh, just reminiscing about good times, playing in the barn, um, you know, and just talking about the state of Gopher basketball, how excited everyone is, um, and how the, the program is trending up right now. So. Um, it was a well run. We had a um, alumni breakfast, which was great. Jonathan Williams spoke. It was great to hear from him. Um, and, you know, the game obviously was awesome going into OT. Uh, I think it showed we learned a lot from, you know, the pre past games, uh, showed some resiliency and pulled it out toward the end. So all in all, it was a great weekend. Um, you know, I would always Great to be a gopher. Proud to be a gopher. Yeah. yeah. yeah man. That was a huge win. For a me, I, didn't, I was able to make the game. I was able to make the game, but it, it was fun to watch. I think uh, – I know we beat some ranked teams before, but for I don't, maybe I'm in the moment right now, but I feel like that was like my favorite game in over the last few years to watch. Um, you know, just starting the game rough, you know, we're down, you know, just seeing the guys compete, you know, rally together and just kind of bounce back. Like, that's the fight that we've been talking about forever. Like, it, it was just fun to see them, like, collectively just, like, come together and just, like, you know, we weren't just depending on Dawson to make plays. You know, Pharrell played big. You know, our whole star five, I think everyone scored double figures. Cam Chrissy had a huge game. Like, it was just it was fun overall. Like, I wish I was there. 
Uh, I'll be at the game at Michigan State tomorrow, so I'm hoping for another repeat of uh, how Saturday went. But I think it's, for me, that was like probably my favorite game to, to watch over the last couple of years. But like I said, I could be in the moment, but it was just fun just watching Ben have success, watching the fans, everyone kind of come together, collaborate, and just the community. Like when go when the bar is rocking, it's rocking. <laughs> so it was fun to kind of see it, witness it from the TV. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I completely agree, man. I feel like watching it for the TV here, which I unfortunately had to watch all the games this season. Uh, the energy was crazy, though. The energy was crazy. You could feel it. You could feel it coming across uh, from the TV. Um, and it hasn't been an energy trail to your point that I felt. I don't know when the last time we felt this kind of energy around the program. And I feel like we got to capitalize on this. I feel like we got to build off this momentum, not just the players, just the fans. We should all just come together, man. Be excited about this because there's not a lot of excitement across college basketball and programs trending upward. So many are so volatile right now. So I rock with it. It's, it's definitely dope. Dre, talk a little bit about uh, the atmosphere in there. Talk a little bit just about the, the feel. You've been to a few games. You were on the coaching staff with Coach Johnson last few seasons. Talk a little bit about this atmosphere. This atmosphere was definitely a little bit different, uh, definitely a little bit more electric, I would say. Um, you know, especially after Cam hit that big three, I was like, I hadn't heard that in a while. Um, you know, I was talking one of my friends visiting me from uh, DC, and he said the the barn was rocking because he came to see one of our games when we played uh, a few of our games actually. He said it kind of reminded him of um what the atmosphere was like when we played, and, that, and that's saying a lot. So, you know, the guys are doing a good job, and the fans are appreciating. And, you know, it was just fun to be a part of. It's always fun to be a part of the opposite side. Like it, it's, it was fun as a player, but it's also fun as a, a fan as well. So, it, it was rocking. It was definitely rocking. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it it's it's one of those things that I feel like we got to remember how important home court advantage is for us. Uh, I think oftentimes we can forget as players, like. But when we talk about alum, other guys and opposing players, I'll talk about guys that used to play against us. They always talk about how hard it was to play at the barn. And so I think it's just important to, uh, important to remember that. But Trev, man, I know you talked a little bit about him. Pharrell Payne as one of the guys that was really hooping. I want you to talk a little bit about, man, what you saw out of him. I know we've been we've been big on Pharrell, you know, the last, last season. Uh, I know this season I think you, Blake, and I talked. And I said Pharrell might be the person that's most important you know, for this team to go. Because I feel like Pharrell's an all-Big Ten caliber talent if he's given the right yeah. tools and we can kind of produce. Um, If you can produce the right way. I know he's had some back issues and some of those things getting back in rotation. But, Trev, man, talk a little bit about Pharrell uh, from the big man side of things. You know what I mean? Would, would he have dunked on you as bad as he dunked on dude from Northwestern? Touching all that type of stuff. Um, for me, <clears throat> just watching Pharrell, I think I think games like that, you know, I think it's a reminder. I think he has the confidence to know, like, I can go out there and get a double-double. But I think just him, like, finally going out there and just, like, establish himself as, like, one of the top big men, like, he controlled the paint. He was blocking shots, dunking on people. Like, the one play he did when he jumped up, rebounded, got his foot back and blocked the shot, like, things like that. He's a freak athlete. And I think just the confidence part and just being able to, you know, like, part of it is, you know, being healthy. Uh, and just, I know he's, you know, nagging injuries. You know, this is part of the season everybody's hurt, in the Big Ten especially. So I think he just showed, like, how dominant he could be, and we need that, to be honest with you. I mean, it, it takes all pressure from Dawson. You know, it helps the guards, like, know, hey, if the guards get beat, they know they got their big man behind them to block the shot up or clean it up for them. 
So uh, if we're going to go far, you know, it's going to go as far as, you know, Pharrell's going to be, has to be one of our top, you know, players, especially. We're going to need big minutes out of him, big rebounds, you know, and him just be that beast that we all you know. I think everybody in Minnesota and who watches the Gophers knows the potential like, and who Pharrell can be for us and has been for us. So I think just being consistent and like him just, you know, realizing and kind of go out there every day being like, hey, I'm the best big man out there. I think uh, who's the big man from uh, North Carolina? I think about his comment he made after they beat Duke. Is like the Big Ten or the uh, ACC goes through me. And I was like, Dan, I was like, that's, and I want no. For real, has has that kind of like you know confidence, like you know, Big Ten goes through me. Like there's somebody good. Yeah, oh Baycott, yeah, that's the name. So I was like, I was like, Dan, that's a bold statement to make, but I feel like Pharrell has that type of you know caliber type of player that he could be for us uh, and kind of lead us you know to the tournament and you know hopefully making a deep run. Yeah, I hope so, man. I hope so. I could see it happen. I could see it happen. I think Pharrell has the potential, but also, as we know, man, guard plays got to be big. Dre knows, like, yeah. when we think about our tournament run, I think, you know, Trev, Trev did well, but Dre, I mean, I don't know. I think our guard play was, you know, maybe what propelled us over the head. I don't know. I don't know. We could talk about that a different time, but um, <laughs> I think we can all agree, though, Trev. You know, when it comes to tournament playing, you tournaments, you do need guys that can just go get you a bucket. And we've seen Elijah Hawkins do that a lot this year. Um, love to hear thoughts on, uh, from Dre on Elijah. But one person I want to talk about is I think the guard that stepped up the biggest last game. That's Cam Christie, um, an outside-the-barn alum. Uh, Cam Christie, man, he actually earned the first freshman of the week since Daniel Turu in 2019. So, it's dope to see him kind of get recognition for what he's doing. But as a player, man, I think we can all say dude has a bright future. Like he can go. He's got this confidence about him and demeanor. Never really looks phased out there. He can play. So, Dre, I want to pass it to you, man. Talk a little bit about Cam Christie's play because I think you saw, you know, your fair share of Big Ten honors uh, your freshman and sophomore year. So talk a little bit about Cam, how he's been playing and what you've kind of been seeing. Hey, man, I love his uh, composure. He plays with a lot of poise. Um, he doesn't get sped up. Uh, he has a real mature game uh, is one thing that I can say. Real pro-like game. Um, you know, he his mid-range is on point. Really impressed with that. And he's fearless. Uh, I kind of – we lost to Missouri, but he had the – he had the confidence to go up there and take the game when it shot, make it, make it, take it rather. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a lot about his character. Like he's like, yeah, I'm confident in myself. I can play at this level. Um, and, you know, he's been playing at a high level consistently and it's great to see him get recognition for it. Um, all in all, it's, I have nothing but praise for the young man. Um, he's really good, dude. Like, uh, I mean that that composure piece when you all, when you talk about the, the freshmen in uh, in the country you they always have a certain composure a certain confidence about them and they do it consistently and that's what he's done. So, yeah, I mean he's he's an integral piece of our team. I agree. It's, it's unbelievable. Agree. You have someone comes in that young. Even high school, yeah, high school he had that confidence. Like we was talking to him last year. It's like you think he played. You know, he's like, I'm a, he told Blake he's going to break his record. And I was like, you know, like he has, he really believes that he probably will. But also, like, just having that confidence at that young of an age, I think he was like a huge, like, gift for Ben and us. Um, we we're very fortunate to have him. Yeah, for sure. It's a rational mm-hmm. confidence about him that he has. 
while also just seems like he's a great teammate out there, right? He brings people together. Obviously, we're not in the huddles, but from what it sees, seems like he's a good teammate, but he has that rational confidence you need to not only succeed in the Big Ten, but really just to get to the next level and succeed at that at that next level. But Trev, yeah, I think we saw that on the on the pod last uh, season when he was when he came on. Like he was super confident. Like there was no nerves even about that. Um, and just the way he delivered everything, right? He had a plan. He know knew what he was coming here to do. So kudos to Ben Johnson, to be honest, for going out there and getting Cam Christie because there's a lot of programs that knew Cam Christie could go. And he was able to commit to Minnesota, a team that, let's be honest, was not that sexy on the win and loss column. But there's something about Ben Johnson, what he's able to do, what he's able to do when he goes into those living rooms with those parents, with those players, and kind of sell them on what this program is about. But also, I think being real is probably what he's he's able to do in comparison to a lot of these coaches. So I think we just got to appreciate that. I think we're starting to kind of see now that effect as like he's starting to see a a little more uh, improvement, you know, over this third season. But a little bit, little little less about that game, man. I want to talk a little bit about Trev. Uh, the game you talked about earlier, Michigan State. Big game coming up, man. Home game. Just talk a little bit about the importance of that. Let's let, let's just talk about the importance of that. I mean, this is this could be one of the biggest, you know, swing games we've seen in the last few seasons. This is how brutal the Big Ten is. You have a big win and you got to come back two, later, two days later and play Izzo at home. <laughs> A uh, tough Michigan State team. But I think last time, I mean, they proved that they could win. You know, we're at Breslin, and, you know, obviously the officiating wasn't the best. Hopefully we don't get fined for that. But, um, you know, we we, sh- we came to Breslin, and we, we competed. Uh, it was a close game down the stretch. And, you know, unfortunately we had, you know, what, four players in foul trouble or something crazy like that. Um, it's a big game. You know, Northwestern was fun. It was exciting to watch. But also now it's like, hey, we have ten games left. You know, we have a tough schedule coming up. We got Michigan State in going to Iowa this weekend, which are two tough matchups. Uh, but for tomorrow, I think we just got to come out, you know, forget about how Northwestern was, kind of build off that momentum we have and kind of go and be tough and show, like, you know, Saturday wasn't a fluke. This is who we are. We're going to come out, play tough. We're going to play together. We're going to rebound. And, you know, it's going to be a dogfight because Michigan State, you know, they're battling too. So I think this is a big game for a uh, very important game for both of us. And, you know, anytime Michigan State comes in with Tom Izzo and, you know, just knowing the way they play, it's, it's never going to be an easy game. But I'm super excited to watch it and be there tomorrow. How are you feeling, Dre? Yeah, man, I'm, I echo your sentiment, man. I'm I'm excited for it. Like, just thinking about we were down Elijah against Michigan State. We had 19 turnovers. We're, we're in foul trouble. Uh, now, now we have Elijah back. We have some momentum off the Northwestern win. win. Guys are feeling themselves. We got Pharrell had a, a monster game. So I think I think we're gonna have some carryover, man. And, Think the fans are going to come out even more, you know, um, make the atmosphere even more crazy. Um, and I, I think the guys, like I said, uh, they've learned. They're, I think in that last game, they learned. They're starting to, the switch is starting to click, like with them, you know, and finishing games and how important each position is in the Big Ten. So I think, I think we're ready, man. I'm, I'm excited to be there. I'll be there too with you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun one. Keep rubbing it in. Keep rubbing it in. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad y'all are going to be able to uh, enjoy the game. But, no, I know it's going to be a live one, man. I think it's a late night one too, right, 8 p.m. Uh, that stuff matters. That stuff matters. Like those 6 p.m. games, that 
that's tough. And y'all know how it is when you come out and like they're not there yet. Like half the half the arena's not there yet. It starts to get uh, popping towards the end. But I think the eight p.m. game. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw. Uh, you might have to look after, but they just got these dope new jerseys that they're gonna have out there—the black ones with just the M in the middle. So, you know, it's gonna be—it's gonna be some vibes around it. I think it's gonna be a lot of energy around it. Uh, I know Dre. I remember when we had our dope black jerseys, we took a big L. Uh, we don't want to talk about that. Never, Never got the again, <laughs> but it's all good, man. It's it's all good. But um, I think it'd be a big one. It's gonna be a big swing game, like we talked about, and. Trev, like you talked about, to your point, I want to talk about these next 10 games we have coming. So uh, we've got that Michigan State. We've got Iowa. Um, they kind of looking here. It looks like we've got, what, Purdue, Rutgers, OSU, Nebraska, Illinois, Penn State, Indiana, Northwestern. So it doesn't slow down. We all know the Big Ten is a gauntlet. Uh, some of the road games are Iowa, Purdue, Nebraska, Illinois, Northwestern. Uh, in my opinion, you know, winnable games. I think Purdue's a sleeper as far as like a tough place to play, but in my opinion, winnable games on the road and at home. So I wanna I wanna do a quick little prediction tree, man. While we're out here, uh Trev knows we like to kind of do these predictions. I'm usually closest and usually right. So I wanna get Dre involved this time so I can get a little competition. So we have 10 games to go here, man. Um I think the over-under is five and a half wins right now. And in my opinion, um I'll start. I'm thinking I think they're winnable games. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over here and I'm gonna play it safe and I'm gonna say six out of ten. I'm they're gonna take six out of ten wins here going forward. There's a lot of momentum. I see him taking a couple on the road for sure. Uh they got Michigan State at home. That's gonna be a tough one, but they got Rutgers. Tough squad, but, I mean, if you look at the rankings, we're in front of them, I think, so it doesn't matter. Uh, we got them at home. So, hey, man, that's what I'm going with. Six out of ten last last ten we're looking at here. Trev, let's well, pass which, over which to you. Which role games first? So we're at Iowa, we're at Purdue, at Nebraska, at Illinois, and at Northwestern. So which ones are we taking on the road? Me? Oh, man. Yeah. I would say – Iowa, Illinois, Nebraska. I'm taking those three. I'm taking those three. Iowa, Illinois, Nebraska. Purdue and Northwestern at his new weird home court about it that I might take them. I'm being safe here, but that, that's going to be mine. Uh, what about you two? I got to go. Um, Iowa, that's a revenge game. Nebraska, I think, will – it's going to be tough because they, you know, they, they just came back from, uh, what, 20-plus or 19 down to uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. It's a tough place to play. I think – and they beat – did they beat Purdue at home? Or, or no, they didn't so. beat Purdue. That was my question. Or, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I can't well, – uh, I'm saying Iowa, Nebraska, and it's a toss-up between Illinois and Northwestern. The only reason I say toss-up is because Illinois, we haven't played, we haven't played them yet, um, and they're and they're pretty tough. And it may, I don't know, you already know it's it's, I don't know. yeah, I'll 
I'll take Iowa, Nebraska for sure, and then toss up between Illinois and Northwestern. But I'll take them. i say I'm thinking six games, too. Yeah. What about you, Terrell? I want to, I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five just because winning on the road in the Big Ten is not easy. I think those are definitely winnable games. Um, I, I say we get – I say six. I say we take – ooh. I, I, I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five, but not because I don't have faith in our team. I think those are tough role games <laughs> anywhere, you know, going to Iowa, Purdue. Uh, Nebraska is never easy just because, you know, uh, Illinois and Northwestern. You know, Northwestern going to come ready to play, you know, especially after Saturday. So I, I'll go five. I'll be happy with five. You know, you got five home games, five road games. Like, if we go five and five, that gets us to, what, 20 wins for the season? First time in, what, five years, I think the uh, record is, or since last time we had 20 wins. So I'm gonna go five. Yeah, I think that'd be a great way to end the season. I think if we I go could, with five of the next ten, I think that's bad. a great way. That's like, not that bad. That gets us into the tournament too, don't you? I can rock with it. I think me and Jerry are closer. I almost went with seven to be honest, but it's it's whatever. We we okay. go with it. We go. Um, <laughs> I think I think the biggest thing for us is we could probably make a run in that Big Ten tournament, in my opinion. Um. I think we can talk about that a little later on, but I think we just have that squad that can rally together that on short notice can they can get wins. Um, they've got a few battle scars, and they also have a first time ever, really, somewhat of a home court advantage. It's, it's at Target Center. So if we can get Gopher fans to really pack out the Target Center and we can kind of finish out somewhat stronger and get a good draw there, we could make a run there. We could make a real legitimate run in the Big Ten tournament, man. Like, it'd be can dope. I cut in? Can I? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Can I cut in? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you guys, you guys remember uh, the 2012-2013 season Big Ten tournament was in Chicago? We played Illinois. Brandon Paul. Yeah, it felt like a felt like a road game. That's how. That's how the we. The uh, Target Center needs to be filling. Say that Seriously. name again, Kendall. Like, that game felt. Brandon Paul. <laughs> Brandon Paul. Yeah. That was that was a tough. You know that was probably one of the toughest losses. So, yeah, that it was tough, man. I'm sorry to bring it up, but I, I it, that. That atmosphere just reminded me how the target center needs to be for the Gophers. Like, yeah, it has to be like when when they play us, it has to feel like a a road game for them for the opposing team for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. I just like, no, I agree. I agree. Like, this is an official call to all Gopher fans. Like, if you're about anything, make sure you get your tickets early. Pack out the Big Ten tournament with maroon and gold and make it feel like a true home game. Because like you just heard Dre say, we have been on the other end of the stick losing to Illinois because we had a home game against them at the United States. So let's let's change. Let's change it up. You know, the ball is in our court now, but I think that can be a big win. So I really think they can kind of really turn it on towards the end there and I like the growth and kind of where we're going right now, man. It feels good. It feels good. And I think that that moves me into kind of my last segment here, man. I want to give you both a chance just to talk about 
kind of where we're at. Like we talked about the program, your feel. I always kind of like to get a pulse, you know, how you guys are with the program. Um, I'll start right now, man. Like I said, beginning, I'm excited. This is the first time we felt truly excited, really jumping into this pod. Um, I feel like with Ben Johnson, there's been a lot against him. Um, obviously for fans, you know, it's, it's, it's tough in Minnesota because they are very jaded from past teams and just the curse of Minnesota sports. I think that trickles down into Minnesota basketball and there's just a very short lease a lot of guys have. And I feel like just looking at the guys, how they're barred in, you see guys tweeting after games, uh, you see, you know, how positive they're feeling. Uh, you see Coach Johnson, you know, actually kind of bringing some positivity into the into the press conferences and post game conferences now. And you just see as, you know, players, I think you guys can both appreciate it. Like there's positivity in that locker room. There hasn't been like in the last few seasons. And I feel like we need to really talk about that and talk about how it's going in the right way. It's going in the right direction. We need more people to fill the barn and we need to just keep capitalizing off this momentum. I think we're starting to see some national coverage. I think we saw Myron Metcalf tweet about Ben Johnson needing time. I think we saw John Rothstein tweeting about, you know, Minnesota Gophers kind of showing some growth here. Um, like I talked about earlier, it's not a lot of growth across college basketball right now. And it's a heck of a lot harder to start over than it is to build something that's going in the right direction. So in my opinion, I think a lot of fans are wasting a lot of their breaths, you know, when it comes to the fire of Ben Johnson, right? Or, even looking now into the replies, I see a lot of fans are usually against them. They're like not really talking on social. And I just feel like we as players, as alumni, as fans, we need to come together, man, because we're moving in the right direction. And it'd be super unfortunate that, you know, we do anything to stop and prevent this team from going in the right direction. So that's where I'm at on it. That's where I'm at with Ben Johnson going in the right direction, the program, as well as us fans and kind of what we owe to the program. I'm going to, I'm going to slide it over to Dre Hollins, man, because I feel like you've been around the program last few years. You were you were in some of those losing circles. You kind of know how Ben Johnson is as a coach and some of the players and how they're bought in. So I'll pass it over to you, and then we can finish out with Trev. Yeah, man. I mean, since Ben came in, um, I was I was already impressed. Uh, even having played for me as assistant coach uh, our last two years, it was – I could – the connection he makes with the players is speaks a lot. Um, and now, you know, he's the head man. I mean, it, it's been translating since that first season. You know, that first season we had, what, seven transfers, seven senior transfers. You know, we won 11 in a row. And, you know, I mean, that people forget about that. People forget about we won 11 in a row, and but we, we didn't have any depth that year. And and then the second year is a lot of injuries and you have a lot of freshmen. So now as time progresses, like you you stay the course and keep the standard. The standard is like what Ben says, like it, we're starting to to see to see how the guys are growing. Now they're sophomores. They're basically juniors now. You know they're learning from their mistakes. You know we have a, a deep roster. We have Isaiah Enan and uh, Parker Fox coming off the bench, giving us energy. Have given us experience in the locker room, leadership. You got you got Dawson uh, healthy. It's it's it, I mean, it's just been a lot of unfortunate things that's happened. But 
I think he Ben has taken him with stride and he's kept the team on the right path and we're seeing that right now. So I mean I I never understand like I how fans could get so I don't know, um give us such a short leash to something that takes time. Yeah. It takes time. So um Nah, I'm just I'm just really happy for Ben and you know for the program and it's I think it's just gonna keep trending upward. Like I said, what about you, Trev? Yes, <clears throat> same here. Um, I'm in full support of Ben. Uh, it's been fun to watch this team. Uh, the fun thing about was watching Northwestern was just how everybody's still staying together. Um, I think they learned from like those early mistakes early on in the season. You know, losing to Missouri, you know, having a big lead. Like I think they've been able to like learn from those mistakes, and you see the growth in the team. Um, they're progressing. They're they're playing better. They're playing together, and that's what. And they're competing. I think we spend so many times. We have all these episodes. We're talking about just want to see them compete, and they're they're showing that they can compete and do those things. And like you said, everyone acts like Ben's been here for eight years. This is third season. It's been like you said with the injuries, the transfers, the NIL stuff. Like no coach couldn't really have true success when like have, you know having to deal with all those different changes, especially in today's college game. Um, but I'm full. I'm in full support of Ben. He's he's a gopher. He knows what it takes. He's from Minnesota. Like. And that's why it's hard for me because I'm like, you know, he's one of us. Uh, deep end, you know, he coached here, he played here, like, and it's 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 been fun to watch. I'm happy for him. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to continue following this team. I'm full support. Um, I just want to, con- you know, consi- cons- continuously just watch them, you know, compete and play well. And uh, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to root on uh, the Gophers and continue to be a big fan of this team and Coach Johnson and his whole staff. I, I love the staff. I think they're all great. I think they – you could tell they love the players. They, they love being here. And I think that means a lot. Uh, you could tell these these guys, you know, Coach Jenkins and Coach Thorson and those guys, like they want to be here. And I think that's a great staff and support that they, they – you know, Coach Ben has did a great job putting that, you know, staff together. Yeah, for sure. I think – you know, to to bring both of your points together, which was excellent points, man. I feel like to your last point, Trev, this staff really embodies Minnesota. I think they really embrace Minnesota uh, from Ben Johnson playing here to Coach Thorson being a historic coach here. to all of them just being bought in, you know, to the culture, to bring a lot of Minnesota guys on the roster early on here. And I feel like in a time where, to be honest, College basketball is losing its tradition because of things like NIL, because of things like the transfer portal. And I feel like being able to have a coach, a staff, a program that is actually buying into tradition, that's bringing back alumni, that's, you know, doing things like having those throwback and retro jerseys, that's doing these things, that's building tradition, I think is important right now. I think we need to rally around that because at the end of the day, it's not a lot of programs that have tradition anymore. And like, what can we hang our hats on going forward as a brand in this NIL era? If we don't have tradition, if we don't have a culture that's built, if we just keep starting over like we've done ever since we've all been here the last 10 years, it just simply doesn't make sense. So I feel like we need to keep pushing this in the right direction. Coach Johnson's a player's coach. We see players are buying into who he is and they're rallying around that. And to both of your points, this is third season. Let's be patient uh, and let's, let's push forward. But Let's wrap there, fellas. Um, I'm excited for this game that's coming up here. Dre, I appreciate you. Trev, I appreciate you. Gopher fans, we appreciate you guys listening, as always. Uh, for Dre Hollins, Trevor Mbakwe, I'm Kendall Shell. We'll see you guys later. Row the boat. Go Gophers. Sky you my.
Skyima. Yes, sir.